Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Hello, good morning, listeners out there. It is another edition of Inside Nigeria on Wednesday, August 25. Welcome on board. And of course, I'm with my regular co-host, Winifred. Good morning. Welcome to all right, uh, we are with our regular analysts and Abuja based about development experts, public affairs analysts, and syndicated columnists. Chide Oju, my pleasure. Welcome, and as usual, we're starting with Nigeria's most influential newspaper, The Leadership. On the front page of Leadership this morning, attack on NDA security forces, Chrome Kaduna, Envirus for killers, abductors of army officers. Attack on Nigeria's Defense Academy, security forces, Kim Kaduna, environs for killers, abductors of army officers. Jide, this is one attack too many on the Nigeria's premier defense institution, NDA Kaduna. Exactly, Baribol. Uh, so it leaves a sore taste in the mouth that uh, if you see the what the social media is talking, people are saying, we hope it's not a sort of that will be attacked next. Um, people are questioning where is safe in Nigeria. I mean, this is not an ambush on the Nigerian military. This is not a this is not a checkpoint, military checkpoint. This is taking the battle to the heart of the military. And then uh, in fact, I learned the only uh, abductee as my mother, yes. uh, a major from Plato State. Uh, uh, well, there is no yeah. official confirmation, but uh, if in 24 hours they cannot retrieve it, uh, it shows uh, things have gone already. And, and you ask yourself, um, we've been having this abduction in Kaduna, um, schools attacked, uh, the university attacked so yes. many. And you will have expelled all these military formations to have doubled, redoubled their security architecture, knowing full well that these people may want to make a point. Recall in 2010 or thereabout when the force headquarters was attacked by Boko Haram. Um, in fact, God helped me that day because I, I was around that day. And people said, if Boko Haram can attack police, headquarters what else uh, can they not the same thing when in recent time uh, allegedly i call bsm members were attacking the police stations in southeast uh, people were saying oh we are safe so uh, if you see people leaving nigeria for other crimes these are part of their reasons uh, those, those doctors that we saw uh, who are going for recruitment to Saudi Arabia. Uh, one or two of them said they are leaving because of insecurity in Nigeria. They want to go to Senna clans where they can have peace of mind to walk uh, in an in a bed. But I, I empathize with our military. It's not it's not that easy. Uh, we learned it's infiltration. Uh, those people were dressed in military camouflage and uh, they were able to come in. Uh, perhaps it's somebody who understands uh, that environment, that terrain very well. Uh, but I think the military should have done a lot better to secure their facilities across the country. 
Ajide, we have been joined by our Kaduna Bureau Chief Isaiah Benjamin, who will provide updates on the development in Kaduna. Isaiah, good morning. Welcome to Inside Nigeria. Yeah, very good morning, sir. How is Kaduna this morning? Very well. We bless God. Well, right, Isaiah, uh, bring us up to speed regarding development in Kaduna in the last 24 hours. Yeah, well, uh, as it is, the situation is uh, that of apprehension, as it were yesterday. Uh, it actually came with a root shock that a whole military institution uh, would have been raided, as it were, and uh, military officers killed and one adopted, another one was said to have been injured. Uh, it, was, uh, it wasn't a good rumor. Initially, it came more like a rumor and it, until it became a reality when the uh, uh, APRO of the institution had to issue a formal uh, statement telling us uh, what actually transpired and confirmed that two of the officers were actually killed and one was adopted. Of course, it had it that uh, they were on the trail of the uh, uh, of the uh, unknown gunmen. That was the word he used, even though we know they are bandits. But the worries is that, uh, you know, a lot of things have been happening around that vicinity. Now, if you will recall, the students of uh, uh, College of Forestry Mechanization were kidnapped, uh, quite a number of them. And I can tell you that that institution, that uh, college, is situated directly opposite NDA. Now, mm -hmm. again, it would have been expected that NDA should know that they should have beefed up their surveillance. Now, as if that wasn't bad enough. Now, uh, between the same NDA and forestry mechanization where these students were kidnapped is the road that leads to the airport. Again, the Kaduna International Airport was also raided by the same bandits and quite a number of persons were kidnapped from that uh, airport quarters. So now NDA is situated between forestry, College of Forestry Mechanization and Kaduna International Airport. Now that means that obviously the NDA should have known, all right, based on their security intelligence and all of that, that they need to be more on their lats. And so for an institution such as NDA that produces officers that are meant to provide security for uh, Nigerians, for the citizens, to be so embarrassed, I must tell you it is a national embarrassment and it's rather unfortunate. Again, like I said, Activities in the state became low-key because people were beginning to wonder if a place, an institution such as NDA with mm. military officers and all of that can be easily attacked. It therefore means that nobody is uh, very safe. Again, on the rumor that uh, the officer that was kidnapped has been murdered, again, what for now, it has not been officially confirmed, even though there are rumors here and there that he has been found dead. That cannot be confirmed uh, officially as at now. Now, it is important for me to also say in very clear terms that, you see, over time, there are villages that surround the NDA, all right? There are villages that neighbors NDA. Now, those villages were known to have been occupied by bandits. And all the villagers in such places, a number of them who are also Fulanese, have relocated from that area because of the infiltration of those bandits who are said to have taken over that uh, environment. And I hope that, uh, I, I don't know, or I think, the security should have been in the know of uh, this um, uh, 
situation. Those villages like the Gidangado, the Riwaya, and the likes of them, around that area, uh, have been said to have been occupied by bandits. And there is no doubt the fact that these bandits are not far away from where they are carrying out these operations. Imagine it is equally said that the bandits came in military uh, regalia and all of that. Now, I, I watched this morning on the Sunrise Daily on channels where a former commander was saying in very clear terms that it is not possible for these people to have had an inroad into the institution without an informant, without somebody there. And if you look at what actually happened, they actually have a target. Because according to what we have seen and pictures that we have seen of where and how we were attacked, they had a target and they went straight for their target. Even though some others did say that uh, the men uh, have targeted the cadets. Well, we cannot confirm that. But what we do know as it stands now is that two military officers have been murdered by bandits, though the, the institution called them unknown government, in their own house. And it is something that uh, sends a lot of fears to the minds of an average Nigerian. There's no doubt the fact that uh, there is something wrong with our security architecture and there's need for us to wake up. All right, Isaiah, you said uh, the forestry college that was uh, attacked a few months ago in Kaduna is directly located opposite the NGA. Now, Absolutely. Now, can we describe this as a failure or lack of... Uh, intelligence on the part of the security forces in Kaduna. Yes, sir. There's no better word to describe it as a failure. It's a colossal failure because uh, they should know. I just told you that aside the forestry mechanization that was uh, that was attacked and students kidnapped for quite over a month before they got released after ransom was paid. Again, between that place, the same NDA shares boundary with Kaduna International Airport. The Kaduna International Airport quarters was also attacked and people were adopted and ransom were equally paid. So it shows that the, the NDA should know that if this thing is happening within their vicinity, I mean, they should have, uh, they should have uh, be more sensitive, all right? They should have uh, be more intelligent to know that anything can happen just, but look at it, it has happened. So it is a massive failure, I must say. There's no doubt about the fact that it's a failure. All right, Zara Benjamin, thank you very much for creating time to be with us this morning. On it is my pleasure, sir. Thank, thank you for having me, sir. Out for more news in Kaduna. Absolutely. Today, you had our, our Kaduna Bureau Chief, Zara Benjamin, giving us updates as to happenings in Kaduna in the last 24 hours. Now, if you listen very well, you can have say talking about failure of intelligence. And again, that bandits were living around the environs of the NDA for years. Nobody, you know, raised eyebrows. Well, uh, again, for short of words, it, it's, uh, it shows the safety and security of every one of us in Nigeria uh, cannot be guaranteed. And that is it's not the failure of the military, it's the failure of government in fact. Because section, uh, section 14, subsection 2B of the Constitution says that security and welfare of citizens shall be the primary purpose of governance. So if, if as, as a commander-in-chief of the armed forces, you cannot guarantee safety and security, his own state, the governor of his own state was telling the citizens of that state last week, go and defend yourself. So it then means that everyone to himself go for us all. And that is not what Nigerians 
wished for. That is not, that's a failure of government. And Nigeria can be appropriately described as a failing state, if it's not a failed state already. It's a failing state because these people, by what they did yesterday, they've made a very bold statement. Yes, and and uh, you know, I, I was on a similar podcast as yours on Monday with another Jason. And the question that was thrown to me was Can what happened in Afghanistan ever happen in Nigeria? That you have the Taliban taking over uh, And I said no. And I gave some three, four reasons. But many people disagreed with me. They said, Look, never say never. That there are times you never, you know, we used to say, if you want, you can mess up with police, but you can't mess up with the soldier. That, uh, and somebody will joke and say, ah, my hand is itching me, I want to go and slap a soldier. But now, this is not just a slap, it's a kick on the institution called military in Nigeria. That, and, and you know, this, this has taken us back to earlier conversation about whether the play of the former chief of army staff at Aero was actually not brought down. Because it happened in that same area. It happened in that same area. And you know, it was only weeks after that incident happened that we now officially have confirmation that in Sanfara, they brought down a jet fighter. We had the, the guy that was uh, that, that piloted that plane, Tolu or what is his name, was able to, to was able to eject and uh, and come uh, and uh, I was rescued. So it tells you the story that the safety and security of everyone in Nigeria is in the is not even in the hands of Nigerian government. It's in the hands of uh, God, and that's why people are praying and fasting now instead of them to because situations like this. I, in fact, when that news broke early yesterday, I received it with a pinch of salt. I said, "No, it can't happen." NDA, I mean NDA of all places. There is no former or present head of state that have not gone through that military training school. It's a university on its own. And you have senior police, it's not meant for recruit. It's not, it's not like a Nigerian military school, Zaria. You understand? This is the elite corps, where you train the elite corps. And this where the boldness to come in, they not only kill, they also abducted. So that means it, you can't get it worse. We are not told whether they even went with some of the armory, whether they went with some of the uh, the ammunitions that were in the armory over there. So this cause for concern. I know the military authorities are trying to play it down. Yes, we have not had any news from the presidency. Maybe you have had the press release. I don't know no, from the presidency. No, no, there has not been. CDSI may be an insider job. Whether it's insider or outsider, is it for me or you? It is for them to determine. And meanwhile. Was it last week that the president came back from his medical tourism? The first, one of the first things he did about last week, Wednesday or Thursday was to meet with military chiefs. So what is all these meetings achieving? What are the results? So if if they can go, kill, and, and, and you know what, what is worsening for me? I'm not sure whether they use silencers on their gun. How come they were not resisted? How come there was no fight? How come they walked in and walked out? Yeah, it's important that the guards on this actually this was the fellas. The fellas, the 
Oh, you see, where, where is the so the, the drones that are supposed to be? To the the drones, the, the CCTV camera that should have been in a place like that, has to be able to lead us. So, a, a lot is happening, a lot has happened. This is likely to taking the battle to the Nigerian government. And, and like I said, it's not the failure of the Philippines, the failure of government. Because I would have expected some people to accept responsibility and resign yesterday. And if they fail to resign, they should have been checked. In, in other clients, people will say I failed and they will resign. They will go. They will, but not in, not in Nigeria. You see that we will make all the right noises by next week. That will go back. To, another one will happen and we will latch on to that. Uh, we need to take our minds temporary to talk about business. Yes, we have a national economy for review and it's a sister publication of leadership newspaper. National economy has on its cover 30% corporate tax rates discourages investment into Nigeria. That's from investigation carried out by national economy. 30% corporate tax rate discourages investment into Nigeria. And it has at its, on its rider at 20%, 21%, EU Asian countries attract more investments. And that rider says Nigeria should tax investments less, consumption more, experts. Well, Jide, it is not a threat to our ease of business drive. You see, when we talk of ease of doing business, it's 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 sounding like a hollow ritual. It's just like uh, uh, it's just like uh, a catchphrase. Oh, ease of doing business. We are promoting ease of doing business. Every year they will pass finance act. They will talk about uh, tax reforms. But ta you cannot do. You cannot attract foreign direct investment if your investment climate is not good. Part of the fallout of uh, military attack on NDA is it will scare away investors. But beyond that is this issue of tax. It's scary. Now, you are asking investors to pay 30% of their profit as tax. Meanwhile, in other clients, they are receiving, they are paying like 20, 21. And in those other clients, the, the government provides them security. They don't have to provide water for themselves. They don't have to provide electricity for themselves. They, all of those infrastructure that will make business easy is there. And that's why when we, we were here last week talking about petroleum industry as and, and, and the Fed presidency came out and said, look, uh, we have lost so much grant. We have lost so much uh, investment. There is an approximate $50 billion investment coming to uh, uh, southern Sahara, uh, southern Africa, south of Sahara, yeah. that uh, Nigeria has not been able to be a big player. They can never be a big player if I were to pay this kind of huge tax, not only once, multiple taxation, local government will come and harass you. Uh, the state government will come and harass you. The federal will come and harass you. They will pay royalty. You pay bribe on top. Because they said the truth. You pay bribe on top. And, and 
you cannot be talking of ease of doing business if you don't fix this insecurity, if you don't fix this tax system that is very exploitative, if you don't fix the infrastructure. Now they are telling us now that we start paying toll on the roads. I'm all for it. But where are the roads? Let the roads be fixed so that I know what I'm paying tax on. Not that a, de a decrepit, dilapidated road I will not be made to pay a toll without seeing the impact of that payment on the nature of the road. Most of the abductions that are taking place on our highways are taking place where the roads are bad. Because you have to slow down. There was a traditional ruler that was picked up uh, uh, between Okene and uh, Jakuta. It was because of the passport. He has to he has to slow down. And, and in the the, 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 the abductors came and picked it like a snake. So what we are saying invariably is that uh, you have shined the light of what needs to be done. We have your report has shown that in other climes the, the tax is about 20-21% in EU and Asian countries. And that's what meant Asian Tigers. You talk about uh, the, the Chinese, the Indians, the Malaysians, the Singaporeans, what makes them tick? Why people, where, why they are investors' destination is because of the infrastructure they have and also ease of doing business. In our own clients, you want to clear port, you can boost at the port, you, it may take you three months. In other clients, in a week, all the processing has been made seamless but because of corruption and you know, the unnecessary bottlenecks is created, and then you don't have the clearance of food early enough, at the end of the day, you are asked to come and pay demorage. That you didn't clear your goods enough, as if it's your making that the goods were not released to you on time. So there are multiple challenges that we are facing, but these are human problems. There are no natural problems like the Haitians are facing, where they are facing the problem of earthquake. These are man-made problems that can be overcome if only the political will is there. I do not understand. And I'm coming back, sorry, this is an economic issue, but it's also linked to security. If our commander-in-chief of the armed forces was a former military head of state, a retired major general in Nigerian police, he should understand what is needed to be done. When these insurgents and banditry started, they say, oh, it's peculiar, it's unique, we now, now we have had more than 10, 12 years of dealing with this challenge. Banditry is gaining ground almost on a daily basis. And you think an investor, whether in agricultural sector or agricultural value chain, will come, or in the solid mirror, or even in, when, when you, on under now profit you make, the government is waiting to collect that in without providing you the infrastructure. They are only waiting for you to make profit and then they'll come cap you and, and say, come and pay 30%. 30, 30, 30 Meanwhile, if you are, if you save, if you save, your interest on saving is paltry. You will not get up to 10% on your savings. But, I mean, I, I seem to be completing the uh, issue of uh, interest rate and uh, bank interest rate and all of that. But uh, coming back to the issue of, uh, you know, taxation, I think our tax system needs to be reformed. We need to incentivize the foreign uh, investors and even local ones. 
if we actually wanted to industrialize this country. Otherwise, uh, it would be bye-bye to, to industrialization. Okay, all right. We need to go on a short break. When we come back, Julio Joe remains with us to dissect some other front page stories on some national things. And as well, Kaduna State Commissioner for Internal Security and Home Affairs, Mr. Samuel Arua, will joining us to talk about development in Kaduna State. We'll be back shortly. Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Welcome back and it's still inside Nigeria. We are still in the studio with an Abuja-based development uh, experts, public affairs analysts, and syndicated columnist, Jide Oju. So That's right. Uh, but the next newspaper on our menu today is the This Day our newspaper. And of course, on the front page of This Day, shock, anger, trail, daredevil attack on Nigeria's elite military university. Shock, anger, trail, Daredevil attack on Nigeria's elite military university, that is the NDA. Two officers were killed, one was abducted. Officers in charge of CCTV allegedly slept off. Ariwa <laughs> Consultative Forum reacts, it is a desecration. Brother Elders, one senior official sat, alleged intelligence failure. We, we talk about uh, intelligence and failure. And Kaduna State Governor, Malonash Rufai, has expressed sadness over the development and he has commensurate with the victim family while the military has launched manhunt for the attackers. Is this rhetoric or? Rhetorics, rhetorics. We've heard that before. And uh, I, I just hope that it will not get to the state uh, level that our, you know, governor's seat, the seat of government in this state will not be under seat before we do the next seat. Uh, so much resources have been pumped into uh, security infrastructures of this country. Extra budgetary spending that have been made on infrastructure. Where is that? Those where did those funds go? Uh, One billion dollars in 2017 yes. December. They said they bought six, uh, 12 Super Tucano. Six of them have arrived for about a month now. We don't know why they've not commissioned them to to and the the, the surveillance uh, that the intelligence gathering that we're supposed to have robust intelligence guard and uh, somebody told me um last week or there about that we have about 27 military and paramilitary organizations in nigeria and we have a national security advisor whom i will advise to actually resign because he has served the nation Let's face it, he has failed the nation. The box stops. He is, he is like the, the, the right hand man to the president. The president has other issues to deal with. But you are a national security advisor. For God's sake, you've lost a chief of army staff. We don't know the cause of that uh, crash. That, now, that, that that about six, six uh, major generals and lieutenant generals perished in that, in that uh, mishap. We don't know whether it's even the, the bandits that brought down that play. Um, so you, you, you have situations where the, 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 the bandits are now the they are running parallel government. Look at how they treated those Greenfield University students. They asked them for some millions, motorbikes, and until they brought everything. Until they bought. And they said they were going to be killing those, those, and they did kill five. 
In fact, there, there is a newspaper report that says, uh, uh, that says six out of those who were kidnapped in uh, Kirby have died in the in the, in the camp of their doctors for various sicknesses or diseases. Is, is, is it that we are overpopulated and this is about the way to reduce the population of Nigeria? But even if it's, if you want, look at cholera, it's taking it. Cholera has killed over 1,700 Nigerians between January and now. And you saw that picture of uh, many of our doctors uh, lining yeah, up to be recruited to go to Saudi Arabia to work. And, 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 and is, that, is that now a sign of a failing state? I, I'm, I'm being very, I, I'm sad, I'm more than sad than I refer on this matter. Because we cannot continue this lamentation. Even Governor Rufai have had to go and withdraw himself from public school because of threat of abduction. So where do we go from here? If if the elite, and, and many of them are now taking their own wives and children abroad while they, they face situation here. And like somebody and the House of Press member said to us at one workshop, he said anytime he's going out, he has two thousand pounds and valid international passport and visa or you know to go with him anywhere he goes so he, the day nigeria crumbles all he needs is to assess the next airport he's on his way out he's, but he can afford that i can't afford that we have no other country apart from this so it's not failure of intelligence it's a desecration the way amana arewa has put it it's a desecration of nigerian military the military system it shows how ineffective and ineffective we are and more than 24 hours there's not be any update to say that these are the people we have arrested and this happened one a.m there were shootings people were killed nobody could grant resistance as to even say okay we caught one or we we killed one or they, they went the same way they how can somebody mounting cctv camera go to sleep even if he sleeps the, the recording should be going on. They should have reviewed that recording by right now. now. Nigeria should have been updated by now. Look at what US is doing in Afghanistan. There's a daily briefing about what is going on. We are not told anything since yesterday. One is the word. After that test, 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 test press statement that was issued, there was no update. From, the chief of defense staff is in Yola. The chief of army staff is in your state uh, on top of police or military formation. Is that what we solve our problems? The bandits are running riots around us. Press statement also downplayed the incident. When I saw the press statement from the DHQ, it was about there was a security breach at the end. That's what they said. The fence were pitched. That's all. As if lives were not lost. See the hours it took them for, for them to come out with that. Uh, with exactly. that, yes, exactly. it was Thomas there was an attack one, one day. Year. There was no mobilization of the force to contain them, and you are not telling us uh, hours later that you are going to go after them. And sense. you know that the rumor flying suggested that the abducted uh, officer has been found dead. So that's what the result of the vacuum. Yes, the exactly. That's what when, when fake news like the, like the drive. You you have the uh, fill the void. Exactly, because you are supposed to be updating us. As at yesterday evening, there should have been a, 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 another update. This is where we are. We've been able to make some arrests. We've, we've done this, but nothing. 
And, and even when that uh, play was shut down in uh, Fala, it took almost uh, many hours before they now admitted yeah, that. Operating, they had the launch pad to launch a uh, uh, rocket propelled grenade to, to, to bring down the place, and that's millions of dollars that has been that have been lost. There was so, no, there was no food for the presidency. So, 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 so <laughs> no, but but uh, but my point, the issue is this: who has been made to account for all of these lapses? Who has resigned voluntarily to say I failed my nation? That's what what. What statesmen do in other clients? No, it can happen. It did happen in US. But people answer for it. People resigned, people were sad. But in our own case, we said, can you go? For want of time, we need to go to the last clip of our interview, which is Daily Champion. We are going to have Daily Champion as a different thing altogether. Yes, politics. Daily Champion. Yes. Daily Champion is still on the PDP. Yes, Daily Champion. Well, on the front page of Daily Champion this morning, like I said today, is a PDP uh, matter talking yeah. about uh, PDP crisis deepening as two acting chairmen emerge, two deputy national chairmen, and then claim two second seats. The deputy national chairman, not uh, Senator Nazifi Suleiman, and the deputy national chairman, uh, South. What do you expect? In fact, their only internal issue is not my priority. My priority is about the security and the security of Nigeria. No matter what has happened in Plato, they, they, even in Plato, yesterday's news super reported about the senior policeman, a yes. member of their team, getting murdered, as well as several other people yes, on the Plato. Look at how the schools are about, the ministers are about to go and So, So, where do we go from here? Now, PDP crisis, as many as it is, it's not, it's not of my business. They, 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 they ask for it. When you are pushing, them, a man that is down, eh, does not fear death. Uche Secondos knows he's going, but he wants to take as many people with him. That's it. He has those okay, four months. No, 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 he's not the one instigating. That, that's it. But you see, what I'm saying is that those who want to pocket the party, they are the ones that has engineered all of this guys. One, you want to curtail the tenure of an elected chairman. The man is leaving by December 9, not even end of December. Allow him to serve out his tenure. You say no. He will not super. You can. The law is very clear. The constitution of the party is clear about who should do what. If he makes nomination and you don't agree with his nomination, maybe he complains with his loyalists, you can ask him to change. You can say that the BOT can come and say, no, these people, these people, for equity, fairness, and justice, we don't want them to be on this. And you will work on a refreshing. But you, you, you said what? All of them should not be contest, including him, which he has entitled, which is entitled to that he, he should not recontest and that he should leave two months earlier than his uh, tenure. And the man said, look, you cannot do that to me. And this, you are dealing with a grassroots politician who has served in different capacities than to becoming the chairman of the party. A well-grounded politician. So you have gone to court, he will go to court to also challenge the, and mark you, 
they may not have the party may not have the candidate in uh, Anambra. Another elections coming yes, before twenty twenty three because whatever they do now with that secondos in place, now they are already fighting on who should succeed it. And it's just an party order that is of interim uh, nature, one week or thereabout, before the main issue is had. Now, uh, Akiwomi, who is the Deputy National Chairman staff, is incapacitated elsewise. The man cannot... Well, he came to the National Headquarters yesterday and said well, he was uh, healed before and now he is fine. He can take over... Can but we saw that he could not use one of his hands. He was using his left hand, he was completing when he should sign, where he should sign. His health is not good, but it's not for me to determine his medical capacity. But you see, they should have factored all of this in. Because what you will see, according to section 86, subsection uh, 1G of the constitution, you know that, that that is the constitution, constitution provision that guarantees people can defect if there is crisis in the party. And, and this, is a, this is a window for them to leave. So, that if if National Assembly were to be in session today, you would have seen that the PDP would have lost almost half of its members in parliament. Because this is a window for them to leave. And they will, they will be on the right side of the law. That there is a faction in the party. There is a crisis in the party. They should have learned from when they brought in Mali Mondu Sheriff. You, you try to truncate his tenure. That was why the whole court cases that lasted three years happened. They didn't learn from that. They apologized to Nigerians that they are a better party. But look at the internal party crisis, the internal party, lack of internal party democracy. One individual wanting to pocket the, the, the party, wanting to be the say it and know it. And, and then they, everybody is keeping quiet. Nobody is challenging. At the end of the day, this will the result to a very pro protracted litigation and which may have far-reaching consequences. Because at the end of the day, whatever the interim administration does may be said to be non-void and of no or of no effect at the end of the day. So why don't you just manage this and allow seconders to finish it? You, if you don't want him to, to be contest, you can defeat him. In a, in a in an election, isn't it? It's not going to be like Kingmakers, five people. No, they, they can mobilize to make sure that even if he wants to recontest, he didn't emerge victorious in that contest. That's one. Two, you 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 don't cut your nose to spite your face. Now they want to deal with one individual, the whole NWC, the whole party is in crisis, it's in turmoil. And we are talking of national emergencies, national crisis, insecurity. They are supposed to hold the government, the current government, feet to fire. But they are embraced they are yeah, in, yeah. in their own internal crisis. They, they can't even issue press statements as to what, 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 what is going on in Nigeria. So Nigeria has been left to themselves. It's very unfortunate. But then, there is a show they used to have on one TV station. You ask for it. They ask for it. When you bring an ant infested firewood, to your home, you have invited lizards. Lizard will come back. So the leadership of PDP, the governors forum, the BOT, all of them have failed their members, and that's why this leadership crisis is. I, I have had the opportunity of weighing in on another radio, on a radio station where I said, "Look, this man is on his way out. Manage him. 
manage him, let him spend the remaining four months. Meanwhile, don't forget, election for 2023, uh, the, the nomination will take place next year. The one for Ikiti and Oshu will take place next year. So many by elections. Don't orchestrate crises that will engulf the party. But they will not listen. At the end of the day now, they are, are out to um, um, resolve this mess. I don't know. It, it has gone to court. Litigation, we know, is never fast. The courts are on recess till September. So for there to be meaningful hearing now will be after September. And it will not be the day they hear the case that the judgment will be. And the man will have a right of appeal to Supreme Court. <laughs> Many, many times, you do. This year, and I would have this development as part of the campaign and this and syndicating communists. Thank you for it's a pleasure. Thank you for being a date with us. It's always another day to see you. I wish you the best. All right, many times to our Kaduna Chief, Azar Benjamin, who joined us this morning to provide updates about developments in Kaduna. To you out there, keep it up with us tomorrow for another edition of Inside Nigeria. My name is Nenbo Debadibo. Bye for now. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.